Today's Vad was dedicated La for Yisrael Buskila. You know Yisrael Buskila is is a Avre Hashub in our Yeshiva and Bezat Hashem and the Zakut al Limula Torah and the Zakut al Tzedakah should continue to grow and to steig and to flourish. Biruhaniyut u Begashmiyut. Amen. Okay, now we're going to start in the Madregas Odom is going to talk about something very deep and very fundamental. So we have to learn it properly and we have to learn it slowly in order to understand it well. <clears throat> okay? He's going to talk about the challenge that every human being faces all the time. It's the Seichel versus the Chush. You know what the Seichel versus the Chush means? The Seichel means what your mind dictates to you to be true. And the Chush is what your senses perceive to be true. Got it? This is a very, very difficult challenge that we have all the time. Because if we want to live according to the Ashkafas of the Torah, the senses always seem to contradict. So we have to understand it. Before we read it inside, I'll give you a little bit of a background on the subject, which is really an extremely important background. I'm going to use Betochen as the example. Okay? He talks about it a little bit himself, Emuna, Betochen. So basically like this. This is um, a deep thing. Most people think that Betochen begins... When you have troubles, when you have problems. At <clears throat> that time, when you're in a situation where it's very clear that you're insecure and you're in a bad shape and you're not sure what's going to be, so that's when the mitzvah betochen begins, right? So therefore, if a person, let's say, is living a very tranquil life, very secure life, has good parnosa, has good shonvayis, etc., etc., he doesn't have the opportunity to be mekayim, the mitzvah of betochen. And it's possible you could go your whole life and you won't have an opportunity to mekayim, the mitzvah of betochen. Just like there's a mitzvah called kisra adam. You ever heard of that mitzvah? You have to cover the blood. Huh? You ever, you think you're going to be mekayim, that mitzvah once in your life? Maybe if you become a shochet or something, you know? So these mitzvahs in the Torah that you have to have the opportunity to do them. And you could go your whole life without them. So people think that the topic of betochen is something that only comes when we're in trouble. But really, that's not true. Betochen is a state of mind that you need to have 24-7, 365. It's a mitzvah that lives with the person every second and every moment of his life. And let me try to explain that to you a little bit, okay? And the challenge of it in regard to what we're saying over here. You see, the way a human being was created is that when the baby is in the mother's stomach, it's very tranquil. It's very comfortable, it's very warm, it's gewaldic. Bein materialistic, and bein ruchnes. The Malach teaches him the whole Torah. He has a ner daluk al rosho. Guys, living life, okay? Now, the second the baby is born, 
it is one of the biggest traumas that the baby can go through in its life. All of a sudden it's thrown into a world and there's noises and there's lights and it has to breathe on its own and it's, it's like lost. Totally and completely in a state of like a panic. The Chassid Yavid says that's why the baby cries when it's born. What does it have to cry for? It says that the reason why he cries is because the guy's bifledged. You know what bifledged means? <laughs> He's losing it. Right? Tremendous trauma and he feels abandoned, you know? So Hashem made it that way. That right away, the baby has to get comfort from the mother. That's what comforts him. Even though his hakara is very weak, but right away he has to be comforted by the mother. The, this is already known by the doctors very much, that even a kid who has to stay in the ICU, whatever it may be, a long time in hospital, the parents have to come, the mother has to come, talk to the baby, whatever they can do to, 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 to fill this need for a child. Okay. So then what happens is, as the child gets a little bit uh, older, it gets more attached to the mother. It realizes that its comfort and its security and safety and happiness comes from the mother. Right? That's the way it is. So again, here's a deep point. There's always an underlying insecurity and it always needs the comfort. Somech. So that's the somech on the mother. That's the, like, the metzies. As the child gets a little older, he realizes that the mother can't supply everything for him. And even the mother's betech and the father. So then he starts to shift also his reliability on the father. Okay, this is the natural development of a kid. Eventually, as the kid grows, the kid realizes that even the mother and father both can't deliver everything. Starts to realize that he has to be saying on his own kohot and his own seichel, right? So this is the development of a child, of a human being, to get into the realization of how things run in the world and always needs to be saimich on things. That's the, the human development. And he always is living with that underlining fear of being unstable, insecure, abandoned, lost. Okay, That's how he works. And he constantly needs to be saimich on something. That's Chavis Halabavus in a few places in Shara Bitochen where he talks about that. Okay? Now. So therefore, a person is always being boiteach, but not on Hashem. He's always being boiteach on something. Correct? He's always relying on something. So in his development, his chushim, his senses taught him what to be boitecha. His experiences, his world around him taught him what to be boitech on. Got it? That's chush. Now, as you get older and you try to work on yourself, then you have to realize that your seichel has to see deeper. <laughs> that really... You have to be soymich on Hashem. Not soymich on what Yehushim tell you. That means the things that Yehushim seem to indicate that are reliable, 
with your seichel, you could see deeper and realize they're not so reliable. The money is not so reliable. The chokhmah is not so reliable. People aren't so reliable, right? You have to start to see deeper that that's not so reliable. So your seichel has to be makhish techush. To the point that your seichel has to of you to be soimich on Hashem. Now that's not so simple by itself, but that's him. Because the Chavis Al-Bav says a Chiddush, again, in the Chavis Al-Bav's Vad, we'll talk about it. We started giving a Vad, Chavis Al-Bav's Vad. It's more of an informal Vad, uh, learning together. Maybe one day for the general public we'll do something more, you know, put out more in a professional way. Okay? So anyway, so in the Chavis Al-Bav really says a very deep thing that and a lot of Svarim talk about this, that the we, reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu made us in this way that we're automatically insecure and we have to rely, the reason why He made that is because ultimately we have to channel that chush and, and make it fit with our seichel. So again, so the first challenge we always have is that our chush taught us something our senses and our experiences and how what our eyes see taught us something. The seichel is going against that, but it's very hard to find, fight the seichel. Like, like the altar is going to give a marshal, a scientist with all his equipment can know that the stars are massive, right? And even bigger than the planet Earth, many of them, right? Huge. But yet, you don't give a star as an example. In Yehushim, you see a star as a small thing. A little star. You understand? So Yehushim and what you know from your mind and what Yehush sees is always contradicting. And that's going to be a key point in Avoida in general. In general Avoida, we have to deal with that. And Midas and everything, which we're going to talk about here in the altar, is the Chush. Let's say, for example, in the world of Chush, Nice guys finish last, yeah. The world of chush, it seems like in the world, you have to have a certain toughness and a certain aggressiveness and whatever, right? In order to be successful, not to be stepped on, not to be hurt. There's a certain view that we have. And then we have to go with the seichel of the Torah that says it's not like that. La'ilom, a person never ever, the Rambam says, never lost out from doing chesed. So now, but the chush seems to indicate not like that, right? This is a big battle between the chush and the seichel. The ultimate goal, was we're going to see in the altar, is that you are able to create a chush of emet, a deeper way of seeing things, okay? And really the chayvis al-vovis is megalita, something very deep. Because he says that the first step to betochen, which people don't know, people just want to have betochen. They don't realize the first step of betochen. Impossible to have betochen if you didn't learn Shara Voidus Elohim. Why is that? Why does Shara Voidus Elohim have to come before betochen? Like, what's the shaykhs? Betochen is a mitzvah. Betochen is an Indian. Why do you have to have Shara Voidus Elohim? Because the Territ says, just like in the world of Chush, if you're an Eved, right, it doesn't mean you don't have to eat, and it doesn't mean you don't have to have pranosa. But you don't have to worry about it. Why? 
Because it's self-understood that if my worry has to be taking care of the master. The master has the worry to take care of my panasa. It's not that it's not a need. And it's not that it's not a, a thing that I should be worried about. Of course I do. But it's someone else's job to provide. You understand? So let's say you work for yeshiva, right? Your job is to take care of the kids. To teach them or to whatever, right? You're assuming that you're going to get a paycheck. Who's achrayis of the paycheck is going to be the achrayis of the boss. He has to get the paycheck. But you need the money. But you can't think about that every day. You have to think about the kids. You can't come into the office every morning on the way to work and say, oh, by the way, how are you doing in your fundraising? You're getting my check. You're not going to... Oh, God, Meshuggah, you know, go sit down and teach the kids and focus on the kids. And you'll get your paycheck when you're supposed to get your paycheck, right? So that's a self-understood thing that each one has their tafkid, right? So if you first have to establish that you are an Eved Hashem, that means that's your Metzius, and that's your only daiga, and God has His responsibility as being your master to supply. That means, you, that means what we're doing is we're taking a normal human being's instincts, you just have to channel them right, you see? The normal human being is, is he needs food, he needs money, and it's very unstable. So it's a daiga, it's a worry, correct? His natural state of being is to be insecure. So he has to rely on something, he has to hold on to something. The natural way is to hold on to things that his chush is mechaev, that his senses are mechaev to be. And that's his world. That's why he's not living with betachem. Betochen is something you have to live with every minute of your life. You have to live with it. It's not a mitzvah that comes up once in a while when you find yourself lost. It's a mitzvah of every minute. Right? As much as Avodah Hashem is every minute, so is Betochen is every minute. Okay? That's the facts. But but how do I deal with that? It's connected my chushim. You understand? So first I have to make a big work in the seichel about being an Eved Hashem. I have to make a big work in the seichel of realizing that things aren't reliable. I have to make a big work in the seichel of how the world is running, you know. And then I can I can then channel my natural uh, tendencies to rely on Hashem. But this is a work. The work between the seichel and the chush. I think I once read in Rabbi Miller's Sefer, I think he says this. You have a shower be talking for Rabbi Miller, and they have a train, uh, English is Vaden. I think he says, I'm almost certain I saw it there, but I've heard it from him for sure, that people learn, let's say, Lamashal Shahar Bitochen just to know like what he says, but you can have clarity in what he says. The, the big work begins in how to actually make it real. The hardship is not learning the sugya. It's a hard sugya too. But that's not the main hardship. The main hardship of the sugi is to learn how to make the avoider to be real. You understand? So in that similar sense is what the Madrigas Odom is going to tell us as a challenge in all avoider sasha. Not just, we just use betochen as an example, as one of the areas where we face the challenge between the senses and the seichel. But this challenge between the seichel and the senses is really going to boil down 
to every Midas, all the Avaidas are Midas, right? I'll give you a little bit, we'll read a little bit over here. And then we'll, we'll try to expound this very deep stuff. We have to figure out how to do the work, though. But this we have to first see what the challenge is. Kena Dova Azeh. In the middle of the topic here. Initial as a odom, kama at a royal makas hevela ilam. In seichel, how much have you come to a realization that the world is empty? Kama at a makas milas atayr, and how much you came to understand the greatness of Torah. Yanelon al pichesh ben sichle ki ailam hevela volam. The world is wasted time. Hima ha hevdel mi kach or yekach. Adirabu makas chesorin ha'olam ki tazik al kol tzad b'shal. The world is full of problems, situations. Ba'olam rak lekech min ha'odem ein anoisim leiklum. The world takes from a person, doesn't give him back anything. Vim yirdoif lalois b'mayla al chaber v'lestarer aleim. If you try to be a boss over your friends, yiskalgal v'yishapich olav azman atchehu pochus me'b'mayla. You try to run after leadership and rulership and try to boss people around and be above people, you end up finding yourself on the bottom. So you see that bad meters don't pay, right? You see that trying to be a tough guy and all kinds of things doesn't work. He wants one way. You have tivers, you never get them. You chase them and you chase them and you chase them and you chase them and they just never come. In Adam met v'hatzita avotav yado. Mishi yesh leimone roitz amosam. You have a hundred, you want two hundred. So now you're only a little poor. You're only missing a hundred. When you have two hundred, you want four hundred. Now you're more poor because now you're missing two hundred. When you have four hundred, you want eight hundred. Now you're even more poor because you're missing eight hundred. When you have a million, you want two millions, so and now you're missing a million, right? So as you chase your taiva and you get it, you actually feel worse, not better. So this is life. If you think into it, what you say, this is life, right? And then he says, goes on and on with this, right? This is, but, but you see how the Torah works, you know, it gives you menuch and you're and all the different things the Torah goes, right? And he says, however, after all this unbelievable understanding, and there's all this unbelievable things, at the end of the day, you, you fall to your tithes anyway. Why? Because the chush shows you otherwise. It looks like if you have money, it's kishmak. And it looks like it's exciting. And it looks like it's fun. And it looks like it's prosperous. You know, that's what it seems to the chushim. So you're having this battle between what you understand with your mind and what you see, uh, that uh, is different, right? That's what, that's, that's his, that's his, 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 his thing here. So, we're gonna go into it more tomorrow. He has a lot of little nuances over here, but this is the idea that we have to figure out how to work this. How to work the avoidance of seichel. In today's generation, this is very tough. I once saw in the Sefer, okay, I'm not talking about Lamaisa, I'm just saying what I saw in the Sefer once, a long time ago, in a Sefer, that, uh, from Rabbi Shlomo Volba, a Sefer on Chinuch, so a long time ago. He says, somebody asked him if he should get, let his kid watch educational videos and stuff like that. 
but it's not a bad thing, right? To have like ABCs, to have a whole show, or the numbers, or math, or whatever it is, you know? Not anything bad, just visuals, visual, a lot of visuals with like, I guess, characters, and colors, and, and sounds, and however they do it, right? So the point he made was like this. He says, in a certain way, you're ruining your child when you do that, because you're teaching him to go more with the chush than with the seichel. That's a very deep point. You see how a godl thinks. Even though, educationally, you probably could get the information better, or faster. Right? So, scholastically, maybe you could do better with that. But he's saying, in Avoidus HaOdom, if we don't teach him how to use the mind, and you'll be saying only on the chushim, then you're going to hurt him. And he's going to live more on the koyach ha-dimyin v'achush, as opposed to the koyach ha-seichel. So again, I'm not saying halach la-maisa here, but that's what I once saw in a sefer. So this, but, but the point is a very deep point. This is the battle of human beings, that we have to be able to live the avoidus ha-seichel. And today, most people don't listen to the dictatorship of the mind. They're not used to that. We go more with how we feel, or how it seems, you understand? Especially we live in the world of visuals, a lot of animation, a lot of uh, these type of things. So we have to understand that we have a challenge, and this is the work we have to make, okay? So for today, we're going to stop here, and we're going to have the tomorrow of Ram Shekhtasubi.